0: The PlayStation 5 is popular, but just how popular is it? And do you want to get certified as an eSports professional? This and more today on 8-Bits for the week of April 30th, 2021. Welcome to 8-Bits, a weekly podcast giving you 8-Bits of video game news and a quick way to get you on with your day. I'm your host, Frankie Godoy. Now, let's get started. The PlayStation 5 is the fastest-selling video game console in history. Despite a global pandemic and a semiconductor shortage, the PlayStation 5 sold through 7.8 million units by March 31, 2021. Sales are 200,000 more than the PlayStation 4 at launch. The PlayStation 5 also sold more than 2 million additional units in the fiscal year 20 than the PS4. Moreover, Last year was Sony's Game and Network Services division's largest year in history, bringing in about $25 billion in revenue. Out of all the sections on the annual earnings release, digital software and add-on content was the single largest contributor of sales across the whole company, bringing in more than Sony's entire music and film divisions. PlayStation Plus has also added over 6 million additional paying customers, though, curiously, There are 5 million fewer monthly active users on PlayStation, dropping from 114 million to 109 million from last year. Also Among Us is coming to PlayStation, as the last major system you couldn't play the game on. Neil Druckmann and Hayley Gross, writers behind The Last of Us Part 2, appeared on the Script Apart podcast and had a lot to say about their game and the projects around the series, particularly a third entry in the series. When talking about a sequel, Druckmann said, quote, "...I don't know how much I want to reveal, and I did write an outline for a story that we're not making, but I hope one day can see the light of day, that explores a little bit of what happens after this game, we'll see." Unquote. Druckmann also spoke about the process at Naughty Dog following the release of a game, what exploratory steps they take when approaching new projects. As for the original film adaptation falling apart, Druckmann spoke on how the studio was seeking more action set pieces while that's not what he wanted for the movie, searching for more of a indie movie feel. The Last of Us is now being adapted for television with HBO, starring Pedro Pascal as Joel and Bella Ramsey as Ellie. Yoshinori Ono, the producer of Street Fighter and many other fighting games, is joining a new studio. After leaving Capcom in summer of 2020, Ono has now been appointed as president and COO of DelightWorks. DelightWorks is a studio behind mobile game Phenom. Fate Grand Order. The studio will also be publishing the upcoming sequel to the cult 2D fighting game, Melty Blood, Melty Blood Type Lumina. The new game is set to launch on PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch later this year. Following the tease last week, a new game mode is coming to Apex Legends. The new mode, Arena, pits two three-person teams of Legends against each other with upgradable weapons and skills available for purchase between rounds. The round-based structure and economy is reminiscent of games Counter-Strike and Valorant. Arenas will be based on different landmarks across the three existing maps, as well as two new maps created specifically for the game type. Arena will be a separate lobby in the game, but level and battle pass progress are tied together, allowing players to progress no matter which game mode they decide to play in. The arena mode, new character Valkyrie, new weapons, and map updates go live on May 4th. And now for a message from our sponsors. Wow, I'm really tired, but I don't want to drink coffee. And all those brand name energy drinks, ugh, so expensive. When I need a drink to perk me up, I turn to generic energy. One 8.4 ounce can of carbonated water, sugar, and a bunch of chemicals I can't pronounce is all I need to get me through my day. As long as it keeps me awake, I want it in me. So next time you're feeling tired, try a can of Generic Energy. Generic. It works. Following backlash regarding the lesser support of Game Pass on PC to a recent Windows 10 update that affected gameplay performance, a blog entry on Xbox Wire laid out Microsoft's new commitments to its PC gaming community. These new commitments include updates to Halo Infinite, promising cross-play and cross-progression between PC and Xbox players at launch. The PC version will also support ultra-wide monitors, advanced graphics options, and more. Outside of games, Microsoft is lowering its sales cut from 30% to 12% on the Microsoft Store, matching the cut developers receive on the Epic Game Store. The blog also touched on enabling PC gameplay on lower-end devices using the cloud, and more updates regarding PC gaming later this year. Nearly two and a half years after its initial release, Super Mario Party has received an update. The update enables online play for the core game modes and 70 of the 80 minigames and free play. Online play does require Nintendo Switch Online subscription, however. The game has been notorious for its lack of support from Nintendo since launch compared to the rest of its first party output. Up until now, all previous patches had been bug hotfixes rather than any substantial content updates. One of the most overpaid CEOs in the United States has received a wage cut. Originally reported by GameIndustry.biz, Bobby Kotick, CEO of Activision Blizzard, has had his contract adjusted and his wages slashed by 50%. Now, Kotick will be making $875,000 a year, with a bonus of up to 200% capping his potential annual salary to $2.6 million. The wage cut serves to bring his annual salary closer in line to that of other CEOs across the gaming industry. Kotick has received backlash in recent years regarding his large salary and bonuses through rounds of layoffs, the most recent earlier this year amidst the global pandemic. Finally, would you like to be a certified eSports professional? That's what the new eSports Certification Institute is seeking to do. Created in collaboration with several esports industry members, from coaches to players to commentators, the ECI is a public benefit corporation seeking to offer professional certification for people looking to join the esports industry. Members spoke about existing issues in the industry, including a lack of diversity, nepotism, and an overall difficulty to entry for motivating the program. However, the certification came under fire. For the lack of educators on the team, the $400 price tag for the certification test, and how the network of certified professionals the organization wished to build came off as yet another walled garden in the esports industry, contract and all. Following the feedback, the organization has taken down the ECI website and is refunding everyone who signed up for the program. The organization, per a thread on the official ECI Twitter, is, quote, going to rethink how we want to solve the problem of nepotism and bad hiring in esports. And that's it for this episode of 8-Bits. Thank you for listening. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe and consider sharing the show with a friend. I'd really appreciate it. If you want to hear more from me, feel free to follow me on Twitter at Frankie Godoy. That is at F-R-A-N-K-I-E-G-O-D-O-Y. I've also been working on creating an official Twitter account for this podcast. So you can go follow that and don't have to deal with all of my memes and jokes that I make on a very frequent basis. But hey, that's it from me. Thank you for listening and have a good rest of your week.